Hey listeners, welcome to Hire is Hollywood. This is a podcast, and what we do in this podcast is we pitch ideas for the shows Hollywood should be making. We are your lovely millennial hosts. I am Diana, and that was the voice of Jackie. Um, a really fun fact about Jackie is that if you're ever feeling like you need a little, you know, pick-me-up, you need a little, you know... Um, a little sweetness in your life, you can find Jackie and she will go into her giant yellow backpack and she has like hordes of hot chocolate packets in her backpack. Like I've seen her open her backpack and like just, just hundreds, thousands of packets of hot chocolate just fall out. It's like a waterfall of them. And she's always prepared. She's basically a Girl Scout, but only specifically when it comes to hot chocolate packets. And I'd like the audience to know, I splurge and get the official Swiss Miss, but I also get the official Swiss Miss with marshmallows because I love myself and I want everybody who I give hot chocolate packets to, to also love themselves. You're worth the mini marshmallows, Jackie. So are you, Diana. And that leads me to my fun fact for Diana. And just so people know, I made a list of the fun facts I wanted for Diana because I kept going and being like, oh, and then I would forget and then I would go back. And it's the story of my life. But today's fun fact about Diana is that she is a soup connoisseur. And what does that mean? She has a dedicated note in her phone filled with like pictures, uh, bullet points about soup like i'm pretty sure she low-key runs a very 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 famous like soup blog just as lord had an undercover onion ring blog diana has an undercover soup blog you know i take my soup very seriously jackie um because sometimes you just want soup for lunch and you don't want to be underwhelmed by your soup choices you know you gotta have a good soup ranking and there's many many key parts to a credible soup ranking um but this podcast is not about that this will be have to be a whole separate podcast i'll have to start to really get into detail and each podcast will have to be at least 45 hours long but but that's you know yeah i mean what i'm hearing you say is when we start the patreon which the youth tell me is the thing to do there's going to be a special category for patreon people so you just dish out the soup knowledge each week they'll get a new soup ranking. Mm-hmm. They will get, like, one day it's going to be Whole Foods, one day it's going to be Mariano's, another day it's going to be Panera. Like, what I'm hearing, what audiences are hearing is called Northwest Suburb Soup. It's true. I tried a new soup the other day, and I was so, like, underwhelmed. I was really upset about it for, like, a good 20 minutes. I mean, when you go for soup, you go for soup. I have to say, like... I love me, um, what is it, the, is it Greek wedding soup, or is it, um, the one that has, like, little Italian wedding soup? It? Yes, I love that. Italian wedding soup is my jam, but, like, I very rarely find it. When I was in college, I used to get the Italian wedding soup of the Progresso, and then I would put, um, what's the really spicy red sauce that comes with the green bottle top with the chicken on it? Oh, um, sriracha? Yeah, so what I would do is I would mix sriracha into it, and I think I ate so much salt when I did that, but uh, that was my really good concoction when I was in college. Jackie, I don't know how well that would get, like, how well that would rank on my soup ranking, um, but you do you. Also, pause, do you think it's weird that Olive Garden, of all places, doesn't sell, like, an Italian wedding soup? Like, it's Olive Garden. I mean, when you're here, 
you're here. But also, like, maybe it's because <laughs> they don't do weddings. What if someone got married at an Olive Garden? Would you I go mean, to I'm that? I'm pretty sure it's time? probably happened before. I would love to go to a wedding that was catered by Olive Garden. Imagine how delicious that would be. I mean, if one of our friends get married, I will advocate for them to get them catered. I would love, like, imagine, like, at the end, instead of throwing, like, the rice in the air or, like, how they do, like, bubbles and stuff now, they just are throwing, like, breadsticks at the couple or something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I'd like oh, that, though. It'd be so... Or but croutons. you wouldn't want to waste the breadsticks. Yeah, you could throw the That's croutons. That's what I'm saying. They'd have to be, like, really stale croutons. But, like, you don't want you don't want birds to eat them because birds aren't supposed to eat bread. Well, we'll work on it. It's bad for them. It's a whole thing. Well, we don't want PETA after us. We'd rather have PETA sponsoring us. So we'll work on no. it. But, but for our listeners who are not here for our Olive Garden, which is another one of our offshoot Patreon things, because Diana and I have a lot of opinions on Olive Garden, obviously. We do, we do want to go into this week's show because we're happy you're listening. So Diana, I was wondering, for this week's episode, where has your inspiration stemmed from? Okay, so for this show, so this this uh, um, excuse me, this show that I have this week, it's a reality show, and I don't know if you know this about me, Jackie, but I have a deep love of really bad reality television shows. You don't um, say. <laughs> so, like, let me let me tell you where this love stems from. So, when I was a child, and like my mom was not paying attention to what I watched, like, sorry, mom, because I know you listen to this. Like, I was like six years old, and I was watching like The Real World and like Road Rules <laughs> on like <laughs> on MTV. Like, I vividly remember being like six years old and watching like The <laughs> Real World Hawaii. And then, do you remember Ruthie? She was like super mm-hmm. drunk, and she'd like on the first night, she like fell into the pool, and they were like, "Oh my god, we have to get her to read." It was like very dramatic. So this was very formative to my childhood and then watching like the real world road rules challenges and when i grew up it was like okay obviously you have to watch like keeping up with the kardashians um the best show ever to exist though was on um e it was called pretty wild have you ever seen that show jackie with good faith i can say i don't think so i feel like i would remember it okay let me give you a little background on it. So it followed um, these like sisters, and the one girl was um, Alexis Nyers, who was in the Bling Ring, like the one that um, the one broke with into Emma pa- Watson. Well, like the real life one, the one that like okay. broke into Paris Hilton's house, and it followed her and her sister just being ridiculous humans, and like <laughs> like Beverly Hills, and like I-, I just need you to watch it. Like it's just it's insane. I- it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it's still there, but like you get an iconic scene of um, uh, Alexis calling uh, <laughs> this reporter from Vanity Fair, and she's like. Um, and Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Dyer's calling. Um, and I want to talk to you about the lies you reported about me. You reported that I was wearing six inch Louboutin heels to court and I was wearing four inch brown kitten heels. Like, it's just so <laughs> funny. Like, I you just, okay. So this is just my, so when I think, <laughs> Jackie, so like, oh my God. Two so inches matters. 
It does. You know, four-inch brown kitten heels are very different than six-inch Louboutins, right? And um, it's, it's, it's a matter of principle, journalistic integrity. And the whole point while she's doing this, she's, like, ugly crying, and her mom's in the background screaming, like, you lie! And then she's, like, yelling at her mom, like, every time you lie, I have to hang up and re-record the voicemail. Like, it's really, it's, and it's, like, 2006, so it's, like, they're in Juicy Couture sweatsuits. Oh, it's so good. Um, anyway, so I have a very strong love of reality TV. Um, so I thought we haven't pitched a good reality TV show yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, what would be a good reality TV show? Um, I love nothing more than the type of reality TV shows where people are trapped together, right? Like big brother style, um, or even, even the bachelor, like you just have to put everyone in a small house together. So, I, again, went back to my love of the road rules. So I'm envisioning a show where you put a friend group. Like, it's not like a competition like road rules, but you put a friend group and you you give them a premise that you're like, okay, you're going to get an all-expenses-paid vacation of your choice. But the rules are, if you want this to be completely paid for, you have to survive this, like, I'm going to make it like a three-week trip, maybe t- mm-hmm. maybe two two to three weeks maybe a month if we got a budget um but like in one of those tiny rvs like a a are you talking about an airstream or are you talking about like a winnebago winnebago like a hundred percent right um and it's gonna be like okay you have to go down like route 66 or like pacific coast highway one of those like iconic um iconic road trip places but what you need to do is fill it with a specific archetype of people jackie and this this reality show is not so much about the journey but it's going to be who's on the journey jackie okay so i want you so who do you see on this journey well, the key to any good reality TV show is the people you have on it, right? So a Winnebago is small, Jackie, right? So on this this beautiful vacation journey, and I need like a good name for the show because that's like the key to a reality TV show. You have to have a good one, like a good name. It needs to be called like Key to Something or like Rhoda road to friendship i don't know something stupid fruition isn't that a movie with tom hanks that's road to perdition oh i was really close (laughs) (laughs) but either way you have to have a good name which will workshop we're gonna get there but either way you have to have a good name and a good like cast that's sort of full of like specific archetypes of people right so I think there should be like six people on this really small, like Winnebago, and like I want you to envision like this Winnebago, Jackie. I want it to be like full like nineteen nineties, and I want the interior to be like it looks like those Dixie cups pattern for Ooh, the <laughs> like when you go cosmic bowling. Yeah, and everything's that weird like blue and like greens, and you're like, this is funky. And then there's not enough, like, beds for people, so they have to, like, sleep in shifts. And then, like, the bathroom is, like, a tiny thing where it's, like, your sink is also in the shower, and it's just, it's... 
<laughs> it's uncomfortably cramped and you're like you don't have any space and the only space they have is in the back there's like a confessional area but it's like a beaded curtain and it's like um a, like a beaded curtain with like dolphin beads do you know what i mean Can you, and like they hit all the potholes and every single time it hits a pothole like the beads shimmer Yes, of course. And it's like the only place. But because it's such a small Winnebago, they'll go to the confession room and they're going to be like, oh, I hate that this person's annoying me so much. But the person's going to be at the front of the bus and be like, I can hear you, B. Like, it's <laughs> going to be so, it's going to be amazing. But anyway, so you, the concept is you get a group of like six people. And in my mind, like, I want them to already be friends. So this show may like destroy friendships. Like, I want it to be, like, six people who are like, oh, we're the strongest group of friends. Nothing can tear us apart except being trapped in a Winnebago for three weeks together. So my question is, do they, like, stop at, like, campgrounds and things like that and then somebody tries to get lost in the woods while on mushrooms? I mean, I think that can be worked in. I think, like, what the the drama will be, like, is each episode they'll have a chance to win, like, luxurious upgrades by, like, working together. If that makes sense. Okay. Like, so it's like, okay, so let's like, for example, we'll start on like, we'll do one like, they're going to do Pacific Coast Highway. They're going to start at like San Fran and then they're going to work their way up to Seattle, right? Like, makes sense. Mm -hmm. So they'll start in San Fran and then their first stop is going to be in Napa Valley, right? And they'll have like some sort of like competition, like their first competition. Oh my God, we'll be like, they'll have to do... Um, do you know like that grape stomping where they stomp on grapes? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> what is the grape lady saying? If anyone hasn't seen the video of the lady on the news who's grape stomping in falls and makes that noise, please, for the love of God, watch it. Um, it's already ended up on Family Guy, so like you just watch it. Like it's it's. It's a meme that's it should be in the meme hall of fame. It's what created I mean, it's a meme that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's like, oh god. But anyway, so like they have to go and it's like they're they have it's like the six of them against like a team of six professional like wine stompers. Is that a career you think you can have? So maybe do you remember when we were like kids slash teenagers where it was that thing where people were running on logs in the water and it was like lumberjack challenges on ESPN? That but like with wine? Yeah, but with wine stomping. Yeah, that's exactly it. So they have to compete against it. And if they can beat the professional wine stompers, they get either a luxurious upgrade from their Winnebago and they get to stay in this like beautiful, like Napa, like beautiful hotel with a view of the Napa Valley. And they get like a, a prize pack of luxurious wines or whatever. And if not, then they just get to stay in their, <laughs> their Winnebago and then they get a pack of like a six pack of sparkling cider sponsored by Welch's. You know, I see this as like a wealth of opportunity, not only for friendship, not only for challenge, but like this sponsorship game. It's like this is part reality show, part travel show and part open opportunity for product placement. Exactly. And here's the thing, like they have to use the power of friendship to work together, right? So like if they're like they create a system, they work together, they can beat the professionals, right? But if they're like already fighting because they're like pissed from being a Winnebago together for six hours, they will fail. But if not, they can succeed and have also, a glorious can, vacation. Yeah, can like one of the like the two like can there be of the six a couple? 
and like oh, that yeah. couple like ends up getting married on the trip or like they're all like trying to like stock everything up so they can have a surprise wedding plan for them when they get to <gasps> Seattle. That's going to be like the season finale obviously. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll have to save that for when this show is like in the third season and the ratings are dropping. I feel like this is like the next generation of Beauty and the Geek. Oh my god, I forgot about that show, but I did love that show. That show was really fun, but it kind of died after the third season because it was literally the same thing. Exactly. So our third season, it's going to be like, it's going to be the the third season is a bridal party. Now, that is genius, but also that is going to legitimately kill friendship. Exactly. That's the point of this show. It's like, can your friendships survive in the road trip to, I was thinking the road trip to hell, but the road trip... I don't know, we have to find some, like, witty, like, p- Jack, you're so good at puns, like, a name that- I feel that- like we need to make something up about RV. Yeah. Like, like, put, like, something about that. Like, roving tires, or, like, oh. hmm. When you say roving, I just think of the Mars rover. Okay, I love me, the Mars rover. I have a poster in my room, circa 2005, for the Spirit and Opportunity rover from Jet Propulsion Laboratory from like when you're in middle school and they make you write a letter. I wrote to Jet Propulsion Laboratory because I was obsessed with the Spirit and Opportunity that landed in 2005. Jackie, that's the most Jackie thing I think I've ever heard you say in your entire life. That for a school project, I literally sent a letter to Jet Propulsion Laboratory when most people were like, Dear Tiger Woods, Dear Sammy Sosa. I was like, Jet Propulsion Laboratory. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Wait, also, I saw a picture recently of the little, um, what are they not little, the rovers. In my mind, they were like the size of Wally, which in my mind is also small. But like in reality, I Wally was small. No, Wally is, but like those rovers oh. are giant. They're like the size of cars. Curiosity is the one that's been functional. I mean, sure. I don't know. I just saw a picture on Twitter. I didn't. It took See, a this is how recently. fake. This is how fake news gets me. I just looked at Twitter and just assumed everything was true. Oh my god! Well, Who am I? you're not alone. What well, was a human standing next to it when it was being built? So. Well, but it didn't originate on Mars. It originated on Earth. That's true. But yeah, but like for like more just general ideas. So like obviously they'll have like the big challenges when they hit like each city. It's like, okay, so when they go into like, and then it will be a good way to like show the country. So it's like, okay, they end up in um, like a gold mining town in like California and they have to, like, work together to sift through, like, did you ever go to Domley's Wild West Town as a child? We've talked about this. I have to go as my 25-year-old self, or however old we are when we finally go. Okay, well, I'm going to take you to Domley's Wild West Town. because like, always they do wanted to. There were so many commercials for it. There's, like, I have many photos of myself as Do- at Domley's Wild West Town. Donnelly's Wild West Town as a child and I remember one time we got to ride horses and my horse's name is Macaroni but the point, That's the point the point of this is there's like a little thing where you could like be like an old timey prospector and like sift for gold right so mm-hmm. that's what like one of the challenges and stuff like that so like there's gonna be like legitimate challenges like they'll be like oh they'll be like if they stop in like Milwaukee they'll have to do something where they have to like bottle beer or something because there's like so many breweries up there like something well, where it's idea. like right like very relevant to the cities they're in 
and like if they're each- in Massachusetts, they can do something with the cranberry bog. Yes. Oh my. They might drown in the cranberry bog. Bog. That seems dun, dangerous. Dun, dun. I thought it was swamp. Like I don't think it's that deep. Oh really? Well, I we'll just... have to like fact check the white girl, but like I'm pretty sure every single time there are those commercials, it's only up to their waist. I don't know. The word bog just seems dangerous to me. I mean, bogged down is a problem. Yeah. Either way, but like each challenge has to be like more and more difficult. But then the prize, like the prizes, get more and more luxurious, right? But then the drama gets more and more real. Because like, imagine you're like, like a week and a half or two weeks in with your friends in a Winnebago. Like the last three challenges, you lost, and you're like, I could have been staying at an all-inclusive resort right now in like <laughs> on the in, on the ocean like drinking my sponsored dom perion you know <laughs> whatever <laughs> and in a like giant bathrobe and wearing a face mask and instead i was eating a can of bush's baked beans also sponsored in the side of a winnebago you know what i mean like so it would have like high tension um and it would just Every be so good um, but I feel like it would also be fun because then there would be like as they were driving, you would also have like <laughs> um, like things that weren't necessarily like their challenges, but things that'd be like to distract them. Like you know how you have like roadside attractions and things like mm-hmm. that. That would just be they there. Some of them. Drug. Right. Like it'd be like, oh, here's the world's biggest ear of corn. And you could just be like, see what type of things they stop for. So there's like cute moments too. Um, what okay so there's something that diana told me earlier today at the fruit stand which i really feel like needs to be a bumper sticker but what got you to stop on your road trip in the middle of georgia oh okay so my senior year of college me and my friends took a road trip to florida and it was our spring break originally we were gonna road trip to las vegas and I kid you not, like three hours before we left, we're like, uh, Vegas is gonna be too far. It's gonna be like two and a half days to drive. Let's just drive to Florida instead. And we were like, okay. And so we did. Like, we didn't, like, not the point. But either way, so we drove down. I went to Disney World for the first time. It's really cool. But, anyways, on the way back or on the way there, there's a lot of signs that say, like, fireworks here fruit here like fruit like literal fruit stands like things like that and on our way down we're like we drove mostly at nighttime so we didn't really stop for anything we literally just drove 24 hours straight which i do not recommend um but on the on the drive back up to illinois every five minutes we would see (laughs) a, a fruit and fireworks stand while we were in the south my friends would be like let's stop for fruit and fireworks and it's like no like we're not gonna stop for fruit and fireworks in the middle of georgia in the middle of nowhere like what are we gonna do with fruit and fireworks we still have like 20 hours of driving right and so finally like it was bad traffic and like i think i think i was driving it was i was driving or it might have been our friend stephanie driving anyway so we finally relented and it's like okay we can get some fruit but no fireworks Because we're in a car. We're not going to set up fireworks. And we go. We got some peaches, I think. We got some oranges. Really good. And we get in. And then when my friend Terry, he's like, we're driving away. My friend Terry's like, I got fireworks. He got those stupid. (laughs) 
<laughs> those stupid freaking poppers that you throw to the ground and make scary noises. And everyone would get out of the car to stretch our legs. He'd like throw his like poppers to the ground and scare us. And he'd be like, Hee-hee. it was so mad. I I was so upset about it. It was like, you couldn't just eat your stupid peach. You had to hit fireworks. Uh. And anyways, but after we got him his fruit and fireworks, he did behave for the rest of the ride. So I guess we will so have to great. have a sponsored fruit and fireworks stand on this show. So good. Oh my gosh. I feel like so the story is funnier you... if you know people, the people involved in it. <laughs> no, like fruit and fireworks is such an iconic statement. Like, I want to see that on bumper stickers. Like, forget save the whales, have fruit and fireworks. Be like, have you have you visited your local fruit and fireworks stand today? I mean, and also people should know in Illinois you can't buy fireworks. You have to go like across the border to, in our case, like Indiana or Wisconsin. So like fireworks are a big deal. And but like you always hear fireworks going off specifically in the yeah. summer. But like you cannot get them in Illinois. So it takes actual effort to procure them. You drive an hour and then you come back with like. A million fireworks like and you're just it's just so silly it's so ridiculous it's very illinois yeah okay but back to the show so yeah you have like oh maybe it should be like you know how each show like a lot of reality shows will have like a mini challenge and a mega challenge i think it yeah. should be like that like the mini challenge will be like a roadside attraction and the mega challenge will be like something they're on their way to i like that and then the mini challenge will just be something that will make their RV nicer. It'll be like a decorative throw pillow or something. <laughs> like- so I think this is the excellent opportunity for my company idea. And I call it Triple H. High stakes hammocks. So. <laughs> what? No, this is a perfect opportunity for high stakes hammocks. So Wait, like, why is guys- it Triple H? There's only two H's. Don't rain on my parade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You're the first person that's told me that. And I've had this dumb idea for over three years. And I have told okay. a plethora of people. And no one's asked for the third H's for <laughs> No. I called just... it high stakes hammocks. Was like the... I... <laughs> Oh my goodness. Is there this just is a blind H in the stakes? Maybe. Oh my god! You're being god. kind. You're being very <laughs> kind. Also, I think I think Triple H is a wrestler. Well, maybe he wants to invest in high stakes hammocks. It's a hammock company that strives for high stakes, like on the side of the mountain, or for this reality TV show, one that swings within the Winnebago. Oh my god, that would be a brilliant, brilliant usage of a hammock but and it wouldn't be moronic <laughs> but like i still don't understand where the, i'm still thinking about the third age jackie like i just can't stop now well you just have I to be like the third age is silent the third age is silent i mean it's like pneumonia but with an h <laughs> jackie just like the p pneumonia is silent like the third age in high stakes hammocks just ha- it's like hammocks with two H's. Like, <sighs> <sighs> I mean, <laughs> listeners should know. I have been talking about high stake hammocks for years, and it's going to happen. Like, 
Also, like, I think, aren't most hammocks high stakes already? So, fun fact about my family. And I'm going to say hi to my mom because my mom's listening. But one time we got my dad for Father's Day a hammock. And, like, most people would be like, oh, I'm going to put it outside so I can get some vitamin D. And I can read outside. It's going to be really warm. My family put it, like, by a television. <laughs> Sorry, Inside. So <laughs> no it's so great and if you know me or you know my family it just gets funnier and i kid you not it lasted like a good like nine to twelve months of just having instead of laying on the couch when you watch that tv you laid in the hammock is it still there indoors no it's back in the basement like uh... so the problem was i don't think we set it up correctly because it's like it kept getting farther and farther and farther apart like the two ends so it just kept it just oh wait what like, we didn't set it up correctly, so... How do you set up a hammock incorrectly? Don't ask. Don't tell. <laughs> oh my god, All I know Jackie. is that it has since been retired to my parents' basement, and I should go and, and see if we still have it oh to put god. it in front of a television again. Did so you that was prime. Did you have hammock people at your college? Oh my god, yes. Hammock people came before longboarding and, like, slacklining people. Yeah, I'm just glad to make like know that it was like a universal college experience. So there was like ha- hammock people. Yeah, those people. That's where my original idea came from because I once saw somebody do it between like two very like skinny trees, and I was like, "You're literally gonna die." Have you seen when? They- Did you see when they would do like the bunk bed style hammocks, where it'd be like one person on a hammock and then one person below them on- between the same two trees? And I'm like, one of you will crush the other. Like you just need a strong breeze. Like, that's yeah. a very powerful, like, trust that's happening between two friends. Maybe there's a 21st century version of a trust fall. I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. Idea for the show. There needs to be, like, a trust fall as, like, one of the challenges, but a trust fall off of, like, a bridge or something, like a bungee cord mm. off of, like, a fake bridge and you're but you're like but with like half of the friends are at the bottom like bungee cord trust fall i like, like that something is that a thing because it should be i mean it should be a thing just like there's gonna be one episode where they run out of gas and they have to push the winnebago yes winnebago would be heavy to push yeah so maybe it's just somebody has to have a trip away from their family yeah but yeah i think Overall, I think this will be a good show. I think the big thing will be, like, making sure you cast. Like, yeah, I agree. There needs to be, like, a couple who are going to be in the cast who are going to be like, yeah, we got this, babe. And then they're just going to be crazy people. You're definitely going to need the friend who's just, like, um, the super, like, um, overly competitive friend, right? But then you also need their direct contrast, who's a friend who's like, whatever, I'm just living my life. I'm just here to get free stuff. Who's like really chill about stuff because they need to have the tension there. You need the friend who's like wants to be like an Instagram influencer and is like, okay, get my best angles. And is trying to like take like hashtag or take selfies, the whole thing, and is making up hashtags as they go around and is like, follow me on snapchat at the end of everything or something ridiculous and you need to have the friend who's like just like along for the ride and it's like whatever i'm just here because i have wait good diana i time. think you came up with the television show name just now what along for the <gasps> ride, ride? <gasps> see jackie i told you it has to be organic just like the fruit stand oh my god F- organic fruit and fireworks 
along for the ride. Oh my god. So, Diana, I'm going to give you one last question since we solved all the world's problems with our television show name. (laughs) Obviously. So, for your theme song, are you going to have Miley Cyrus cover the Weird Al Yankovic writing song? Um, no, I'm not, Jackie. Thank you for suggesting it, though. What are you thinking I want this song to be, like, an American classic. Like, I want this song to be sung by, like, Bruce Springsteen like the boss needs to be singing this or like or like just some ridiculous like um Billy Joel like someone who's just like an American classic drive me home or whatever that song that some people well John Denver is dead Jackie how dare you that's so insensitive sorry folks I just kidding did you know John Denver is like my mom's favorite artist you know it is a pretty good song like I hate to love it and I love to hate it. It is a bop, as the kids would say. Wait, what if we did like a? F- what if we had like someone do a cover of "Country Road Take Me Home"? Like how I like like, that. like how Fuller House has the theme song sung by like Carly Rae Jepsen. We have someone Style. singing singing. We have Taylor Swift singing "Country Road Take Me Home." I would watch it. I would 100% watch it. I think this is a good, like, summer show. This is on, like, ABC. On the summer. On, like, a, on, like, a Sunday. You know? Like, remember it's when the they show you just turn on and it's on and then you end up watching it forever. Right? Like, you're like, I like it. I'm having fun. It's a grand old time. You're like, I'm not going to get invested in it. And you get invested in it anyways. And all of yes, a sudden, it, you're like, here I am. And then you're on it. Or and you also, visit the places that they visited. And for future seasons, they can also have competing Winnebago's full of different friend groups. I love it. So there's a lot of growth opportunities here. So A lot of sponsorships. If we have people who are listening and are like, hey, I have a friend group where somebody's like, hey, I have a Winnebago that just magically continues to work and I have all of the details to prove that it actually does. Where should they contact us so we can make a pilot slash somebody can pay to make a pilot? You know what? Any any executives listening to this idea and it's like, this is great. Slide into our DMs, Jackie. Um, they can go to Instagram.com slash hires Hollywood twitter.com slash hires hollywood they can go to our website which is hires hollywood.fireside.com also we need to buy our url thing but that's really difficult because we are just simple that is a season two thing because guys there's going to be a second season and by then we'll have a real website yeah we promise we're getting there guys we're almost there um but you know what any of those things they can email us we do have an email it's hollywood at gmail.com so any ideas suggestions pitches if you want to be on season two guess what y'all we're going to be bringing in guest hosts um feel free because you know what we are here to change the world one ridiculous podcast pitch at a time <laughs>